Surrendering Control, Day 1, The Beams, or The Background. The letter of 1 Peter was written to encourage the exiled Christians who had scattered due to persecution throughout the Roman Empire. The verse, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5-7. through 7. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? Many of us are familiar with verse 7. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. That seems simple enough, right? We're allowed to just toss all of our problems, fears, and anxieties up to him because he cares about us. I know this is truth. But I can't help but wonder how it is then that the weight of my anxiety comes back down pressing on my chest just five seconds after I walk away from a time of prayer. I thought he cared. I thought he took this. I indignantly want to shout. The key to fully surrendering control and keeping the weight off of our shoulders is missed if we only examine verse 7. Stepping back a bit to examine the full scope of God's intention with these words, we see we've got to humble ourselves before God first. And this humbling looks different depending on what situation you're in. But, as he so often does, God used my kids to teach me an example of what this verse is talking about. One of the absolute most frustrating things to deal with as a parent are the times when our children insist they can do things their way and all by themselves. Dinner time is a hot mess around our house right now. My almost two-year-old insists on feeding himself with a big spoon like the rest of us, but he doesn't understand that he can't use a big one yet. The story is the same every single evening. We try to get him to use the little spoon. He refuses. We try to help him use the bigger spoon, and in an angry protest, he yanks his arm away from us with the strength of an NFL football player, throwing tiny pieces of rice all over the floor and table. Then the crying over the spilled rice ensues, and this we cycle back through the process of teaching with a smaller spoon before grabbing the big spoon. I mean, y'all, it's endless. Similarly, whenever I pray about a situation, I insist that I know the answer God should be giving me and the timeline in which he should do it. I mean, I am the expert of my own life after all, right? So while God tries to gently guide me in one direction, my I can do it myself tendency kicks in and I pull hard in the other direction. The result of this little game of tug and war, my emotions become scattered all over the place, much like the rice on my dinner table. And as was the case with my baby, I then begin to cry and ask God why this situation isn't getting any better before yanking back control all over again. To stop this insane cycle, God wants to show me an easier way. If I would just humbly admit that I don't have control, that I do need help, I do need guidance, 
then and only then would I develop the strength to be able to navigate the big things in life. He is there to give us guidance through prayer, absolutely, but also through elders. Of course, ordained elders in your church would be a great place to go, but also any friends you know to be faithful. Sometimes in our subconscious clinging to control, we become blinded to the problem and we only see things from one vantage point. Allowing God to speak through a friend you know and trust to offer a fresh pair of eyes on the situation from a third-party perspective can lead you exactly where you need to be. But I get it. It takes vulnerability to admit some of the big things that haunt our minds. Sharing issues within your heart, marriage, relationships, and with your kids, admitting that you are struggling, it's not easy. But there again, this is where prayer comes in. Pray and ask God to give you the strength to bravely admit that you need help. And then ask him to guide you to someone who will listen judgment-free as you share what's on your heart. And again, if you can't think of a friend immediately or that still just feels a little bit too close to home for some of your bigger problems, please know that church staff are trained and equipped to be this exact person for you. Having this raw conversation with God and then also with those that he places in your life, it's going to lead you to the peace you are craving. I promise. <laughs>